All right, welcome to the first episode of Secular Saturday in the Guy's Guide to Christian Living podcast. Uh, I didn't talk about this in the little intro trailer that I did, but Secular Saturday pretty much is just going to be a chill conversation between Trevor and I, or if we have any guests who want to be on it. Um, We can talk about the Bible and Christianity, but we're not necessarily limiting ourselves to that we're kind of just going to discuss current events things we want to talk about just whatever go whatever's going on so trevor you doing all right this morning i know uh i know we're having some internet issues yeah no i mean i'm doing good uh you know a lot of a lot of weirdness going on i'm kind of you know getting already kind of weary of working from home and doing ministry from home and meetings on the internet it's uh but yeah, it's been a good week. I mean, and it's a good morning so far, other than other than our internet issues. <laughs> um, so for some context, Trevor and I have been trying to record the first real episode of the Guy's Guide, uh, which is biblical manhood. What is biblical manhood? And uh, just things have not been able to work out because we can't trust my internet right now. Which is my internet's normally you know steady, Trevor. It's normally really good. I'm. I believe I love you. My internet. But uh just for whatever reason today it is not wanting to cooperate. And so yeah, for some context, we've been trying to record, but things just haven't been working out. I'll say something and then it's like three seconds before I hear Trevor, and he says something that's like four seconds before he hears me. And so things have uh been difficult. But uh yeah, man, you mentioned uh working from home and ministry online. How are things at the way? Um, you know. Things are good. Uh, it's um, obviously when we came up on spring break, uh, we when our all of our so we're in I'm in Lubbock, Texas for those listening, and so most of our students are Texas Tech students, and so we kind of do our college ministry based off their schedule. So when they went home for spring break um, back in in early March, we didn't think that was going to be the last time that we saw our students, um, especially mm-hmm. our seniors. You know that are this is it. Uh, and so we started spring break and then they said, oh, well, spring break is going to be two weeks long because all this coronavirus stuff. And then they said, well, actually, we're not going to meet in person the rest of the semester. And so and they actually encouraged students that could to stay back in their hometowns. And so, yeah, ministry has been completely online. Uh, we had our we we always have we've live streamed our services for a while now, but now we're only online for our services on Sunday nights. We're doing a we're doing a podcast at the way, which doesn't have to rely on the internet because we're all here in person. And so we just report <laughs> straight on to, um, a, uh, uh, to a hard drive. But, um, but anyways, but so we've been doing a podcast. Um, and then we're also doing, we have, uh, all of our community groups that usually meet, you know, in a host home and, and, uh, those are happening online through zoom. And, uh, we've heard good things from all of our leaders that those went well this week. And then we're also trying to, I've been meeting with students online through Zoom. So like having Zoom calls, uh, it's just weird. Uh, I mean, I'm thankful that we have a way to do ministry still. But um, yeah, it's uh, less than ideal. And it's, I'm already kind of, honestly, I'm already kind of tired of it. Like I miss interacting with people in person. Yeah. So I actually keep up with all you guys do on the way app so i've i i don't know that i listen to the sermons every week but the ones that i miss i catch up on so i guess i'll it'll be about three or four weeks in in between times that i listen but then i'll 
it's like I binge listen through the sermons that I missed and the discussions that uh, I missed because I, I don't know. I just like to, I guess it's kind of like my way of keeping in touch. Yeah. But uh, so have you guys done, so you said you're doing like online sermons. Have you guys posted any of those yet? Um. Well, we only. I feel like I checked the app, and I still the last one I saw was the last one that you guys did live. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it may not be in the app yet, but uh, the sermon from this past Sunday night is on. I know it's on Facebook. Um, Oh, okay. It should be on the app. I need. I guess I'll check and see why that hasn't happened yet. But yeah, so usually they'd be on our app, but it's on. It is on Facebook though. Um, we we live stream Sunday night uh, through Facebook and YouTube. We had some issues with the YouTube. Um, we did actually have some internet problems, but that's hopefully fixed for this Sunday. And so yeah, but yeah, so the sermons will be for sure on YouTube and Facebook, and then yeah, usually it's on the app. But uh, for for some reason, I guess it's not. I haven't even checked that. I've been so. I have actually been the one getting like our Apple podcast up and running. And so I haven't even checked on the app um, this week, but but yeah, so a lot of, a lot of change. What room are you guys doing your sermons in now? If they're just online, is it, I just, I just have this image of like the band and like Travis up on the stage, just talking to a camera in an empty room. It is. That is the, (laughs) That's the correct image. I mean, yeah, we're still doing it. We're still doing it in there because that's where all of our, you know, uh, sound equipment and everything is set up. And so now for Sunday mornings, like they've done a couple of different things, but for our college services, we're just going to just keep it in there uh, just because everything's already there. Like our, you know, camera set up, sound, everything. And so, okay. um, And for a live stream, I think that that's all set up in there pretty well. Sunday morning, our church has been doing pre-recorded services and then posting them. But uh, for the way, we're doing it live still. Okay. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And uh, I just listened to y'all's podcast uh, like two days ago, I think. It was really good. You guys did a great job. I, I thought it was a really interesting topic. Yeah. Yeah. Being, um, yeah. What do you do when you feel like you're in a spiritual desert? Um, yeah, that's a, it's a tough one. Cause a lot of people find themselves in that place. And yeah, we had a good time discussing mm-hmm. it. We actually just put out our second episode today. Oh, um, really? That's awesome. It's, uh, Christians and politics, which oh. I think that, I think you and I will talk about it at some point. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we put that one out today. Um, and so we'll see what kind of feedback we get on that, but it's interesting times right now, especially in terms of politics, there's a lot of uh, opinions out there, heated opinions. You got the election coming up. You have all this mm-hmm. coronavirus pandemic, and so there's all kinds of uh, all kinds of heat being thrown around in the political realm oh, right yeah. now, which there always is, but especially with all this going on, all these like the big stimulus bill trying to be passed, and just all kinds mm-hmm. of craziness, and then the election, and you know, it's craziness. So we kind of felt like it was relevant to talk about that now yeah uh, versus later but i mean it's nuts isn't it it's almost as if the election i guess from the way i guess where i'm at it's almost as if the election is no longer even happening that's it's become a total non-factor in any discussions or news or or anything. I I saw one thing about it 
yesterday. And that was like the first time I'd even heard of Bernie Sanders or Joe Biden in, yeah, at, well, you know, in terms of them being presidential candidates. Well, yeah, it's weeks. like the whole, this whole, you know, coronavirus pandemic and the economic meltdown has kind of overshadowed all of that. I mean, honestly, like the truth is, honestly, the truth is that no one really gives two craps about what Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders has to say right now because they're not, <laughs> they care about what the president and the current administration have to say because they're the ones actually making these big decisions right now. And so people yeah. are tuning in, you know, to what the current administration is saying. And it's like, we forget that there's actually really, because Sanders has pretty much already dropped out. I think it's just basically, it's going to be Biden versus Trump. Has he? Because that was actually the thing that I saw a couple of days ago. Who was it? I can't remember who it was, but he was on some TV show and like the host. Oh my God. I need to look up. I'm going to try to look up who it was, but uh, he was on some TV show. He was like being questioned why he hasn't dropped out yet. Yeah. it. He's not, he's not officially dropped out, but it's pretty much yeah. all, but all but official at this point um, from everything I've seen is it, it's uh it's almost become like a, the question is like, why, why have you not dropped out? Because the, the Democrats have clearly chosen Biden because he, I think Biden's a more of a pushover and a company man, and and will be easy to oh manipulate versus oh. versus Sanders. Oh, getting into the real political talk in here. No, okay? I mean that's that's even that's <laughs> like that's like a common like it's like it's pretty known like especially in this race like they're all the good decent. Not, I'm not saying I'm not saying that Sanders is a good candidate, um, but <laughs> but all of the you know, kind of candidates that would have even a, a chance, you know, to to run against Trump, they've eliminated and they chose Biden of all people, like this eighty year old man who can't form <laughs> sentences. Oh uh, my gosh. <laughs> it's it's just crazy to me. Like I'm I'm the first one to tell you like as a I, I don't I I'm not super political. I don't like to mm-hmm. I don't like to draw a line in the sand and, and say like, I don't have, a, I don't align with a particular uh, political party. I, I, I can, don't either. You know, I, I consider myself more conservative, but also if like I have a lot of libertarian beliefs, um, I did not vote for Trump last election. I'll just, I don't mind saying that yeah. um, as far as, you know, but yeah. So um, that being said though, it's just crazy to me in four years, um, the media is so just, it's just constant criticism and bashing Trump and some of it's, or maybe even a lot of it's justified, but it's like in four years, you're going to put up Joe Biden. Like that's the best you got. <laughs> like, I don't know. And, and Shots fired already. Episode one. I like, like I wanted, I wanted a better candidate, you know, like, um, yeah, it's just crazy to me. And so anyways, so that's going to be interesting, but that whole political race has been pretty much like you said, overshadowed. I mean, I don't think it's yeah. going to be. I bet it's not until July or August that people will start even thinking about the election again. Yeah. So. And just the whole thing is nuts. And like you said, we're going to talk about it, but you guys just talked about it at the way. Actually, I'm I'm going to try to see if I can link the Ways podcast in like our sh- in our show notes show description page. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, and, um, and the cool try, thing about about that, that podcast. The Christians in Politics episode is we we're really the questions we're trying to answer on that are like 
you know, should faith and politics mix? Should you mm-hmm. be outspoken about politics as a Christian? Like, how should you go about voting? And 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 then you know, just some of the negatives, you know, uh, Christians who are super outspoken about politics and that's all they talk about. I think there's a strong possibility that that actually pushes more people away from Jesus mm-hmm. than towards him when someone's so outspoken. Like you're like, I, you know, even this conversation we've had in the last few minutes, like that's the most that I've talked about politics in, you know, a year. Um, yeah. I have a friend that I'll, one of my best friends and I'll, I'll talk with him about it. Um, Cause he'll bring it up and we'll text back and forth. And I don't mind having the conversation, but you know, it's not a priority for me. And, you know, I have some opinions and stuff, but like, I'm never going to talk about like, even like I said, last election, I'll tell you who I didn't vote for. Um, but like, as far as like this election, like, you're not going to hear me talking about, you know, riding Biden 2020 or Trump train 2020 <laughs> or anything like that. Um, is that, is that something people not say my, riding my Biden? But yeah, if you link that podcast, it's a good one. And we have a good discussion. Um, wow. Oh, I know. I just made that up. Oh, okay. They should though. They should say that riding Biden 2020. I think that's great. Riding Biden, riding Biden, uh, Trump train or make America great again or keep America great or whatever. And then, yeah, uh, feel the burn for Bernie Sanders. <laughs> but, that's fine. Yeah. Politics is nuts, man. You know, the, I've but, actually uh, had, I mean, I've had, oh, well, I mean, up? what have you been keeping up with all this? With have, all the have you been politics? keeping up? with all the the coronavirus stuff no just like coronavirus and like all that kind of stuff like have you been keeping up with that or are you kind of not paying too too much attention or what what's kind of been your your view on that well you know um actually am i getting kind of delayed for you a little bit a little bit yep Okay, so yeah, the coronavirus. Um, yeah, I w- I've been keeping up with it, keeping up with the news. Um, I try to not overwhelm myself with it because it can be easy to get overwhelmed. But, uh, you know, for a long time, I it didn't really affect me personally because I didn't know anybody who had it um, or who got it, officially at least. There's a couple people where I'm kind of suspicious might have had it and they never went to the doctor or anything. But actually, just recently, on the first, actually, so two days ago, uh, I have a, a real good friend of mine. Uh, his mom got uh, confirmed COVID-19. Right? Oh, so she, wow. Yeah, she got put in the hospital. Um, she's still she there. Like, I'm super ill? Or was she more mild? So or? it wasn't like... How do I explain? Um, it wasn't like she was, it didn't seem like she was like about to die or anything, but rather it was more just really intense fevers and, um, and you know, all the other symptoms you get the dry cough, the whatever else. Um, but, uh, the worst part for her was, were the fevers cause they could, they got pretty high and, uh, so she she actually got tested twice. The first time came back negative, no coronavirus. Oop, I just hit my microphone. So yeah, no coronavirus the first test. But it just kept getting worse. So she tested again and came back positive. Hmm. So that kind of confused me. How does how does it come back negative and then come back positive later? I 
I don't know yeah. how all that works. Yeah. But uh, she got she got te- or confirmed positive, and they put her in the hospital. And so that was actually a pretty scary day, because um, I'm kind of you know obviously I'm worried about her and I'm worried about my friend and his family and all that because he it's her him and his sister that live in the in the apartment together. Mm, yeah. And uh, so I'm like. They probably all have it at least somewhat, or I don't know how all the spreading really works. Um, well, I'm it's not... like it's um, it's super contagious. But the thing about it is, is like you can, you can, mm-hmm. ha- you can go and you can get tested for coronavirus, and you could have it and show no symptoms and never and never experience symptoms. But you could have it for multiple weeks, and apparently, it's very contagious, uh, especially on like through touch and transmission like it can that originally they said that it could stay on plastic and metal for like two to three days and now they're saying like it can oh i thought last i heard it was man well i didn't checked in a while it was like 12 hours well so well so now they're saying that it can actually live on plastic for like 18 days or something crazy like that but no but the thing about it yeah i mean for a lot of people like they can get coronavirus and just be a carrier and have no symptoms and mm-hmm. you're fine. But then some people get it and it, you know, it puts them in the hospital, not just in the hospital, but in critical condition, especially people that are a little older and have pre existing health conditions. I mean, it's kind of, it's a pretty weird virus. I mean, that's crazy. It, yeah. For some people, it really can just be like a, you know, just flu symptoms and they kind of get, or for some people, it could just be like a minor cold. But then for some people, it, you know, you're, you're super ill and you might die. Like it's a, it's such mm-hmm. a, it's such a, you know, wide, um, like very, like very varied, um, symptoms, it seems like, or severity of the symptoms, I guess. And so it's pretty crazy. I mean, I, I think that, yeah, I would have never thought that this is how 2020 would go. We'd have all this, uh, dude, this it's been nonstop since the start. Yeah. This year sucked so far. <laughs> uh, it's not been a good year. I was one of those guys at the, you know, when 2019 turned uh, on New Year, I was one of those guys. 2020 is my year. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. gonna get it done. And then it's just been nonstop. <laughs> yeah, it's been. I mean, Kobe Bryant died. That was the oh, worst. Oh my gosh, that yeah. devastated me as a massive sports fan. I cried for yeah. days. And then, and then you know, and then this, and then you know, no more sports. Like what? Like what is? Like what is happening? This year is. Oh, it's just terrible. Dude, the world is shut down. But you know, but then at the same time, though, I hear all. You know, you go on the, if you watch the news at all, it's just doom and gloom. Like it's the end mm-hmm. of the world. And I think there is still a lot of, a lot of positive. Um, actually, John, uh, John Krasinski, um, from the Office. Yeah. In a quiet place, he's been doing. He started like a YouTube channel. That's also on his Facebook too, called um, "Some Good News," and so he's like uh, putting out content of just good news, like no bad news, no. It's just good news, and so it was kind of a good reminder. It's funny he actually had Steve Carell on there for like a in- little interview for the 15 year anniversary of The Office, and I heard about that. Yeah, but you know, it's so easy to get caught up and and all this doom and gloom stuff, and and that's what you know. Truthfully, what's unfortunate is that we actually we've gotten to a place in our world where in order to find good news, you actually have to go and search for it. Whereas the bad news is just right in your face all the time. Mm-hmm. And so 
it's it's really easy to be super negative and super down, especially depending on how this virus is. Obviously, it's affecting some people's lives in really terrible ways, not just physically, but also, you know, financially and stuff. And so, but you have to like go and search for good news. And it's it's just kind of crazy how, like actually, um, I don't know if you heard about this, but CBS was talking about New York City, because right now New York City is getting hit the hardest in the United States. Mm -hmm. And CBS aired footage from a hospital in Italy. Like it's like the the, there's a hospital in Italy that's getting that's like it looks if you see footage of the hospital in Italy, it looks looks like the end of the world. Like it's terrible there. And CBS Mm -hmm. actually aired footage of that hospital in Italy as if it was New York. They aired it to make it look like it was New York, and then they, they came out and they admitted it, but they tried to say, oh, it was a mistake. But it's like they straight up aired footage of a hospital you know, in Italy yeah, some, as if it was New York. And it's like that's, that's how twisted the media is. You know, was it a mistake? I'm not going to try to say whether somebody did it on purpose, but I can easily see, and I'm not going to throw any accusations around as if this is what happened, but I can easily see, you know, when you're wanting something to be something, you can kind of make it that thing in your head, right? So if you want a news oh. story about New yeah, York the media being real, really bad, and you see a picture of a hospital, and let's say somebody on social media says that that's from New York, well, you wanted that news story, so you're, oh, I'm just going to run it without doing your, you know, your due diligence and fact-checking. I'm not saying that's what happened, but I could easily see it. I could see myself making that mistake, right? Because I have on social media, you know, retweeting something that's not actually true because it sounds like it should be true because I agree with it. I've done that before. I feel like everybody's done something like that before. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's, I, I don't trust the media for a second. I don't, I don't you know, I'm not like, a, not necessarily like big into conspiracies and stuff, but I, I don't, like, I don't trust the media. I have no, I have, I have no, I have no issue believing that, you know, media companies are putting stuff out to cause more fear and more pandemic and stuff. Cause that's, that's what gets views and clicks. And so it's just a, for me, like as, as you know, to, as just trying to, if I want to stay positive at all, um, I've got, I have to, you know, I want to be informed, but I cannot rely on media news at all because it's just all like i'm just going to be depressed constantly if i just (laughs) watch the news all the time it's and not that those things aren't happening like things are bad but Mm -hmm. there's also there's been a lot of really cool stuff that's come out of this as well like the appreciation that people are showing for nurses and doctors and and first Mm -hmm. responders like things like that and people coming together and supporting one another and donating and and you know i like giving up paychecks. I've seen all kinds of cool stories like that. And it's just, um, but, but you're not going to see that on the front lines of, of the news. Cause that's, that's not what they want. And that's, you know, so that's, uh, anyways. Well, on that note, hello, I am Colin Wainwright talking to you at a separate point in time from when that secular Saturday episode was recorded. Just to let you know that this overall discussion was a little bit over 50 minutes long. 
And so for that reason, we decided to cut it into two parts. And so part two of this conversation will be uploaded probably in about a week or so. Uh, we discuss a lot of interesting topics. At least I feel like they're interesting. A uh, quick teaser is that we will discuss for quite a while, actually, where the real Mount Sinai might be. So stay tuned for that. Uh, a quick note before I get out of here. I do hope that you did not find anything that we talked about uh, triggering or offensive or anything of the sort. Um, Secular Saturdays are just off the cuff, no script. Uh, we didn't even think about what we were going to talk about. We just hopped on and started recording. And so if there was something that you disagree with, talk to us about it. Uh, we would love to discuss really anything with y'all. I know that I don't agree with everything that Trevor says, and I know that he doesn't agree with everything that I say, but we're still great friends at the end of the day, and we love to have civil discussions with each other, and I hope the same for us and y'all. So with that said, I'm going to get out of here, and thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Have a good one.